You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are talking about some of the MLS rivalry matches, uh, some of the drama, some Hudson yep. River Derby <laughs> drama, and some ridiculous golazos out in Columbus. Uh, and we're talking about some of the transfer rumors and maybe some of the, you know, the, the, the falling apart of Barcelona. That's right. Plus, we talked to Mauricio Pineda of the Chicago Fire. We asked him about a lot of food in Chicago. Plus, <laughs> we do a little bit of a Christian wave check. All right? <laughs> that and more today on The Cooligans! What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah, baby! You're all, you're all out of gas. Buddy, we sputtered to the end, but we made it. <laughs> you use, Like in Fast and the Furious, you used the Nas too early. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> now I want to watch that movie. R.I.P. Paul Walker, son. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. There's uh, 40 other iterations of the film. You, you, you'll be watching for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show on television. That's right. It is. And it's also the gulliest. Okay. All right. <laughs> Why I'm sounding like a movie villain. <laughs> okay. It is gully even during quarantine. Okay. Yep. So. Uh, a, a lot to uh, discuss today. We have, uh, we're excited about today's show because we are going to be joined by Mauricio Pineda of the Chicago Fire. Uh, homegrown player. It's his first year. Just scored his first goal during the MLS's back tournament. Uh, a, a lot to discuss, uh, you know, and he just great thriving. Thing. Lovely career, but what kind of food you like, my my G? You know, Yo, we well we let Gully Gully Squad ask the questions, and you know they're like, all right, first things first, what's your order at this restaurant? <laughs> okay, well, I'm not gonna listen until you answer correctly. Uh, so look, uh, let, let's start today's show with uh, talking about uh, a couple of the matches from last week, uh, last weekend. We we uh, earlier we we talked about the uh, the uh, some of the the rivalry matches, but there's a bunch that we did, did not get to. So let's start with the Hudson River Derby. New York Red Bulls uh, defeat NYCFC one nil over after a, a controversial call. Uh, and oh, by oh. controversial, do you mean the ball that didn't cross the line, <laughs> even though VAR? Like now, I'm I'm with all these VAR truthers, you know. <laughs> I'm with them now. I'm like, fam, how many angles of this do you have to see that show you this ball didn't go over the line, and yet you still gave it to them? Yeah, not there's uh, not enough. I don't know why. They, I guess there wasn't the the, the angle. I, I look. If you didn't see this play, uh, uh, after a shot that Sean Johnson definitely misplayed, the ball appears to, uh, you know, go towards the goal and get very close to crossing the line. But I did not. I'm watching the game. Every angle that they showed on television, it did not look like this ball crossed uh, the line. But I would uh, say, what, 97% of the ball crossed the line. Maybe even 98. That's not a goal. 
Correct. Uh, and there and there is no goal line technology. There is just, uh, you know, uh, the, it's, it's the eye test. Right. Yeah. It's we, just Steve and Pedro <laughs> in the in the in the in the production truck. Yeah, it's like letting you know what they think. Maybe you need a new prescription or your glasses <laughs> or your contacts. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. Maybe but... need, we need one of those CSI expand, expand, expand <laughs> joints. Well, it was interesting because uh, the the Red Bulls the the Twitter account uh, posted the the photo. They had this photos of this image of the ball. And they were like, enhance, 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 and they're making this joke, which is fine. But the photo that they're using did not show the ball cross the line. It's and- like, imag- imagine, like, you know, a, someone's like, look, here's a photo of me and my cousin. Nothing's happening. And the photo is of him making out with his cousin. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? That's yeah. what is happening on their Instagram and Twitter account, or probably yeah, their Twitter yeah. account. You're, I know you. It's think like goal. Nothing- the photo you're showing us is not of a goal. I know that you think there's nothing wrong with this photo, but I'm here to tell you, there's, a, there's it's a little problematic. I'm gonna say I think either this isn't your cousin, or we need to talk about how your cousin flosses with your tongue. You know what I mean? This doesn't seem to be the most effective way. The Red Bulls ended up deleting this photo, this this tweet, uh, because yeah, but screen caps, my G. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't accurate. So it was just I just didn't understand why. To me, there was not enough evidence to overturn this call because it wasn't called a goal on the field. Uh, But it is what it is. That's that's an extremely important part because. The goal wasn't called. That means somebody watched VAR and they found enough evidence to suggest, no, 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 the call was wrong. This is, in fact, a goal. How? I don't know. I don't know. And it's also, this is one of those issues where where Premier League has this problem a lot where for offside, right? Because they go by like a a toe or whatever. But their video cameras don't capture every, it goes by frames, right? So there's frame like it could be one difference of a frame that could be you know overturn a call, but sometimes right. there's moments in between frames that are missed that they do not see. Right, and and apparently that was enough to to give the goal call. And it's what, so dumb that it's like a body part that can score a goal has to be over the yeah. toe of the other. It's just there's too much it, happening. It's too much. But to, again, to me, didn't seem like a goal. Uh, but to you, what to the Rebels admin <laughs> on, on Twitter, to everybody, it was not a goal. <laughs> but look, I, honestly, and, and I'll say this: I think both teams didn't play that great. Uh, NYCFC was, I thought, very poor. Uh, NYCFC had moments in the first half though where they played really, really well. But I couldn't watch the second half because I had a uh, I had a Zoom show. So all of a sudden, I start getting texts from people that are Red Bull fans. <laughs> ha ha ha! And I'm like, what is happening? And then I asked you, and you were like, it's ridiculous. The ball didn't go over the. Go. I'm like I'm already in the argument without having seen it, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but but yeah, uh, yeah. Props to the Rebels. They got they got the dub. They got the dub. Uh, uh, the other game uh, we should talk. That's uh, that, that means a loss, by the way. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. But whatever, it does. Uh, it's a dub. <laughs> it means both technically because I've I've heard it used in both contexts. Whatever. I the, have. Well, anyway, uh, they did get a dub. <laughs> El Tráfico. Uh, LA Galaxy wins and wins convincingly. This was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, this was, Zeus, it, it seemed like the LAFC players' feet were in concrete. You know? I'm like, who do you owe money to, my G? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, um, honestly, you know, uh, Carlos Velas, he, he had to leave the game because of an injury, but I think 
him not being a part of the team for the MLS's back tournament and then having him there kind of, I think, changed a little bit of the dynamic for the team. And they looked a little uncomfortable. And I hate I, to be, I hate to be like a little bit of a conspiracy theory or like, you know, a catalyst or like, you know, digging up dirt or whatever. But did it not kind of feel like the team looked more cohesive when badly Bradley Wright Phillip came in? Ba- badly, badly, badly. Right. Did, didn't you notice that when Batman White Wright Phillip came in? <laughs> did you not? Like, it kind of felt like that. No, they, they looked great with BWP without a doubt. I mean, it, I, I would I could see why um, he, he has every reason to at least Maybe Vela now with this injury has there's more playing time for BWP uh, and and maybe more starts uh, also. There as should well. be a way also, for the, to watch them both start. One at thing the same we didn't time. talk about: um, uh, Adama Diamande left LAFC. Did, did you did you hear about this? No, I didn't. He he um, announced he was leaving the team for uh, family reasons or personal reasons, and uh, I don't so I don't know. Any more details outside of that? But I hope everything is okay with him, and yeah, but he is no longer here. with LAFC. Yeah, he's had a little bit of a rocky uh, sort of uh, uh, time here in uh, MLS, and not not all his own doing. So, so best uh, best of luck to him. Yeah, I think he had a bit of a of, of a foot injury, but you know, nonetheless, you know, we we hope for the best for him, and whatever the family situation is, it all gets uh, sorted. Yeah, yes. Uh, we 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 had Michelle Akers on the show recently. I remember we were talking about her her iconic hair. And, and uh, you know, you know, quarantine hair and everything. You got kind of the same thing, right? You kind of got like a big curly, yeah, mop I mean, up there. I've never let my hair grow uh, in my life. This is the longest it's ever been. It's it's been six months since I got a haircut. Same here. Mine's starting to get a little wavy, but yours like starts off <laughs> real wavy. <laughs> my hair is just yeah, it's just uh, kind of curly. It's not quite uh it's not quite David Luis, you know, it's not that it's not crazy like that. You ain't got a Gundazi, but you no, got no, no. But you got kind of you got some you got some body, you got some bounce. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so my my girlfriend has been so bored during quarantine. You know, you have those those ups and downs. You yeah, know, it says days. a lot about you. But go okay. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an entertaining boyfriend. Everybody knows that. Uh, but so she I, she's gotten to the point now where she's like, well, now I'm I'm going to direct my attention towards uh, like a doll. I'm going to I'm going to work on you. Yeah. And she she straightened my hair. She used a straightening iron. And straighten my hair. So we have a photo that I, we want to put up. But so here it is. <laughs> this and is me with straight hair. And I've this never... is one of the producers <laughs> said, "You look like you're in Blink 182 <laughs> or Green Day." Was it Green, Green Day? Day? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. all the same band to me. I googled <laughs> Green Day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you look like you're. You look like you're in a Dominican cover band for Green Day. <laughs> Which that's something to be proud of, okay? Yeah, and listen, I look I clearly in untapped market. I want to be a Dominican idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good song. Yeah, right. buddy, it, that that moves off the shelves <laughs> in the era where that song would have been good. <laughs> so yeah, we're trying to make the most of uh, you know uh, of this of this quarantine because uh, in the United States we're gonna be here forever. So who oh, knows yeah. what I'm gonna do with my hair uh in the next uh, you know in the coming months uh so uh let's get back to uh soccer even though there yeah. are some pretty crazy hairstyles in, in soccer as well 
uh, in Major League Soccer, uh, we 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 spoke about the Hudson River Derby. We spoke about uh, El Tráfico. Let's uh, let's start with um, well, I don't know. Does the, the the we don't know the the Derby the, the name for Orlando and, and Miami. I uh, said the Clasicoño. The Clasicoño is yeah. is definitely it's on the table. I don't know how good <laughs> uh, you know. I don't know how you probably easy. shouldn't put that on the table. <laughs> I don't know exactly how we're gonna market that. The merch is gonna look a little strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You got to blur it out. <laughs> but uh, Inter Miami, not only do they win this uh, this 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 clásico, this clásicoño, but yeah. they uh, get their first win ever in Major League Soccer. Uh, they win three to two against uh, Orlando, and it's uh, probably the most the most unified that team has looked since uh, since they started play. I mean, it's it, they actually look like a full like before they looked like an expansion side like they were still trialing some of the some of yeah. the positions this looked like all right everyone knows their role here we go yeah and they uh, without a doubt especially in that second half they they looked uh look they were holding on in the last the last like 20 minutes but they got yeah. the job done and Diego Alonso was just like they, that 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 you know relief of like oh okay this is I have a proper team on my hands. Yeah, like, it's going it to be okay. Books. Those are three points. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought uh, Rodolfo Pizarro was great, uh, really impressive, and and now we know, uh, you know, Blaise Matuidi will be with uh, the team soon. After uh, not only do they have to like clear like for visas and all this other stuff, but quarantine. also quarantine, uh, you know, the, the 14 days. So he's going to, unfortunately he, he's going to miss a, a bunch of games. Uh, and, and we know because of this like compacted schedule. Uh, so it's unfortunate, but if, if Miami continue playing the way they're playing, uh, it looks like they're kind of in, in good hands and they're going to be fine. The, the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick was um, Columbus uh, played against the, I believe the Chicago fire. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, um, you know, unfortunately we have a, a Chicago fire player that had to experience this goal. We don't but- have to talk about the result, but the goal <laughs> by Darlington Nagby, this is the second time he's done something like this. And every time I'm like more, <laughs> Do it again. Apparently, he has no interest in scoring regular goals, right? He is a uh, very much a six, a defensive mid. Nobody really expects plenty of goals uh, from him. But, kind but he's of- a great passer, and this is what I think. I think he's just passing into a certain spot in the back of the net. That's it, yeah. Because he's he like- volleyed it up to himself, and then he one-times it into the goal. I mean, it's just... This you watch something F- like this... In FIFA, and you get mad when people do this. Like, yo, really, you, you need you to do all quit. that? Yeah, you rage yeah. quit. You don't need to do that. You just either like, first tell me what buttons you hit to do that. And second <laughs> of all, how dare you hit those buttons in that succession? <laughs> no, but he the the ball I believe came from uh, uh, Jazzy Zardes, and he's at well, well he's easily t- maybe twenty seven to thirty yards out, uh, yeah. give or take, and. The the fact that he would kick the ball up to himself and there and then volley it in the air and just the cleanest the cleanest of strikes right dead center of the ball uh, I, I love and you the, know what hurts the what? casualness at which he <laughs> did it and celebrated that goal he was like oh do I have time all right I got this because he because he, he he does that and if he misses that. It's like Darlington, bro. You're doing way too much. It was like the uh, the what you would call it the um, who's the guy? Uh, God, I can't think of his name. He played for Manchester City at the time when they were the the All Stars, and he did the uh, like the back heel that went like wild wide of the goal, and everyone got mad at him. 
Oh, um, I don't. I don't remember. You know, talking about the Italian striker. Uh, now played for Russia. Balotelli. Yeah, he yeah. did the uh, spin back heel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "What are you doing?" He <laughs> went nowhere near the goal. That's I, what would have happened. He would have been like, "I'm sorry," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he got subbed off. Uh, Balotelli yeah. got subbed off right after he did that, uh, and and uh, in a you know kind of exhibition match or whatever. Uh, but no, dude, that that was really really incredible, and I love the 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 Chicago Fire. Uh, broadcast had Tony Tony Miola uh, doing the call and it was great. And then the Columbus Crew broadcast had Jordan Angeli losing her mind. Yeah. she was just going. That's going what you do nuts. when you do that. I yeah, know yeah. you know Darlington didn't care, but everyone else is like <laughs> flipping out. Darlington's like another day at the office. <laughs> no. uh, look, we've talked to, we've talked a lot about MLS. Uh, in fact, this is something that may potentially happen in MLS because I know Blaze Matuidi is coming in, right? We've got some big names coming in, and they're not always all the way at the tail end of the career. But Thiago Silva, who didn't play incredibly well in the final, but still uh, the Champions League final. I don't know. The, not the CONCACAF Champions League. I know when we say Champions League, yeah, people we assume just, uh, look, we're talking about our, the biggest one. <laughs> our, our audience needs to uh, – we just need to clarify Right, because we're prepared to talk about high level. But no, let's go down a level and talk about Champions right. League. You're UEFA Champions League. <laughs> um, Thiago Silva didn't play great, but still an incredible uh, center back. 35, 36 years old. And supposedly it's a done deal that he's going to Chelsea. Yeah. that. Seems if like that's was... the case, if he was coming to MLS, what would we be hearing about MLS being a retirement league and Thiago Silva being over the hill? But now he's going to Chelsea. Everyone's like, he's clearly got a few years left, mate. <laughs> no, but uh, th- this move is strange, right? Uh, 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 David Luiz. Oh, David Luiz. No, yeah. no, David Luiz went from PSG to Chelsea and uh, definitely at, at a younger age and uh, did okay, right? Uh, and then he, he went to Arsenal and he went we to Arsenal. know that story. <laughs> and he was like, okay, this is the retirement league, apparently. Uh, now <laughs> I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> no, the. Um, a, a, a kind of a shock move, but more, more than anything, the, on the bigger picture for Chelsea is uh, this team is it almost seems specifically built to be, you know, one easily one like one of the top three teams uh, go after Liverpool uh, and be a team that is in contention, not just getting not winning the league with like, you know, 70, 80 points. It's like we're trying to get 100 points. And so, yeah. I mean, some of the. Signings: Timo uh, Werner, uh, uh, Hakim Zayesh. The the uh, and so now we're hearing Kai Havertz as well uh, from Bayer Leverkusen. To, to I mean, this is an unbelievable squad. I mean, Christian Pulisic, also, fam, Bundesliga is getting ransacked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is. It is like uh, uh you know, a, what's um, it's like the shopping, like the shop right games, su- yes. supermarket sweep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's everybody's running in. Just like, turkey, <laughs> turkey, <laughs> turkey. <laughs> You're looking for the most. Uh, it, it is uh, pretty wild. I mean, Chelsea is. I imagine. Look, if Chelsea's not one or two. In the Premier League table next season, I'll, I'm gonna be shocked. I mean, it's gonna be on Frank Lampard to figure out how to get all these incredible young players on the same page. I, I mean, and, if he could do it with the transfer ban, I'm pretty sure he could do it after spending a couple hundred million dollars. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so, so this was reported. We, we've never spoken about this guy, but um, from uh, uh, Fra, Fra, Fabrizio. Fabrizio. Romano, uh-huh. who is this Italian? Is he, I guess he's like a journal. He's a journalist, but he's like the Adam Schefter of Italy, 
uh, uh-huh. but he but he knows European football. He's connected to absolutely everybody. So when this guy tweets something out, it's usually even pretty- if it wasn't gonna happen, people are like <laughs> Chelsea's like, okay. I guess we gotta get right. Tiago <laughs> Silva now. I mean, I don't we, know what well, to do. Fabrizio said it. What do we? I mean, we have to Did listen you do to it because I didn't do it yet. We gotta get him on the phone. <laughs> uh, but no, he was the one who uh, who mentioned it. And uh, but yeah, Chelsea is gonna be unbelievable, and we should also. Uh, speaking of teams on the rise, let's talk about teams on the decline because mm-hmm. Barcelona, who we we spoke about uh, after the, the the loss in the Champions League to Bayern Munich, yep. uh, eight to two. Uh, obviously, a bunch of changes were 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 going to happen, and already new manager Ronald Koeman uh, cleaning house, dog. Right, he was obviously the the, the national team manager for uh, for Holland, and now. Uh, uh, for the Netherlands or whatever, but he is a uh, manager for Barcelona, former player, and is like cleaning house, making Dude, all the changes he feels. Uh, he kickoffs.com, that, this is their title. Luis Suarez, Ronald Koeman tells FC Barcelona striker to find new team. Ouch! <laughs> like, And that's really what's happening. He's like, you cool, you go, you're cool, you go. Yeah, he's uh, he, he he's hitting everybody. Look, if it was a, a like a teen blog, it'd be like, Luis Suarez, boy, bye. Okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Luis Suarez, left on red. Okay? Oh, <laughs> ghosted. <laughs> but look, it's looking like he's getting rid of uh, Rakitic, uh, Vidal. Uh, uh, Luis Suarez and there's there's a couple more but the big thing is like Luis Suarez his contract technically is terminated that's the rumor no one knows this for sure but there's also rumors that he's being included in a deal for Van de Beek which everybody wants from Ajax so it's like a, a player swap like I will right, give you Luis Suarez plus some money for for Van de Beek Suarez came from Ajax or here's what should be happening Every MLS team should be on the phone with Barcelona like, could you hook me up with your ex, <laughs> Luis Suarez? Look, I look, you know, put is it put him on Etsy, yeah. give me a deal. Yo, you yo, know, and that Garvin needs me. to call him and go, boy, hi, okay? <laughs> you got boy, bye, we got boy, hi. Okay, you know, Ronnie, I don't like the way he's been treating you, girl. Uh, okay. I got to be honest with you, when you first told me, like, I wasn't sure, and now I know. <laughs> Okay, because you have you seen what he's been tweeting about you? He's, he's not even respecting you. Okay? I heard that Barca said that Real Madrid said. <laughs> no, dude, I, I I'm I'm curious. I mean, look, the the season is going to be starting up really soon, and Barcelona is going to I don't know what moves they're going to make exactly, but it's going to be a completely completely different team. I'm excited so. to see it though. Uh, okay, everybody. So uh, next up, we'll have uh, Mauricio Pineda of the Chicago Fire. So come right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in the word from one of our sponsors, Oz Angu. That's right. Oh. You being Gully Squad. Thank <laughs> you, you right so- now listening. <laughs> you, all of you, yes, you've, uh, uh, you've contributed to this marketing campaign. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're not in Gully Squad, I'm not going to say it's not thanks to you. I think you already know that. But you can. This can be thanks to you. All you got to do is join Gully Squad. It's mad simple. You know it, what I mean? Because what yeah. happens is you join Gully Squad, and guess what happens? We show up at your house. We 
said, we don't care about the quarantine. You know what I mean? <laughs> we show up at your house and we say, yo, thank you. And then that's it. We leave. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we break lockdown rules. Uh, that's how committed to you we are. All uh-huh. right. <laughs> you, where, where you live in Europe? Be there in a few hours, my guy. <laughs> okay. Yo, Boris, open up the borders. <laughs> yo, Latvia? All right. <laughs> I might have to use points, but we're going to get there. <laughs> okay. We're, I've, uh, we're unbrexiting right now. <laughs> I, yo, we've, we've decided. Right. We're here. What's good? Is this Europe or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Join Gully Squad. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, awesome uh Perks and privileges. Obviously, we have a. a I like a, the hesitation you put on perks, man. Even <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, what do we got?" <laughs> we got you can uh, obviously the, 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 our Slack channel, uh, our birthday parties, it, dope Zoom Zoom hangouts. Uh, it, it has it has it all. So yeah, and pins and and pop sockets and you know uh, cool stuff. It's just one of those things like, yo, you're supporting us. Uh, it doesn't matter the level. You're gonna get some dope perks. You're gonna get a chance at exclusive content. You're gonna get a chance to hang out chat with us and yo like the slack channel it's almost like just a big group chat there's like people sharing food to do on the road once we get back on the road people sharing pictures of the food they're cooking while they're on quarantine people sharing pictures of pizza and i'm roasting it we do other stuff than food don't we christian <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean look there's uh, people sharing uh, music that they enjoy it's, it's its own community of of soccer fans that uh, appreciate comedy and appreciate uh, other things in life that they can uh, share with each other uh and it's really growing into something that's that's organic that is not really about christian and alexis and it's beautiful to see so i know it's bothering me it should constantly be about us but also they get a chance to to be a part of the show when we have guests we ask them what questions should we ask when we say those are gully squad questions yo those are questions directly from that slack channel from gully squad so if you're a member of the gully squad and you're not in the slack channel get on that what are you doing there's not a lot of you there's like a few of you that haven't like there's a few there's almost like i think maybe Thirty or forty people that are not in the Slack channel. It's that- what a handful of people! Come on, <laughs> get in here, get in there. Uh, so yeah, again, go to soccercooligans.com, click on the Join Gully Squad button, and uh, and get on board, man, because you're missing out. Hell yeah, soccercooligans.com/slash/gully squad. All right, baby, we're back at a Cooligans living room, FC. And once again, I mean, the the amount of just stars that are coming through the show at this point. Dude, this show is a much. red, it's a red carpet. Okay. I, who are you wearing? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Adidas. I like it. Okay. Sponsor. <laughs> very nice. Uh, this, uh, this is also, this is so cool. Like we're at the point now in MLS where when we talk to uh, some of these players, they've been in their academy systems or their homegrowns since they were like little kids. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next person we're about to talk to has been a part of the Chicago Fire since he was 10 years old. <laughs> you know? Okay. I, I, I'm not doing anything the same besides breathing and blinking uh, <laughs> that I was 10 years old. Uh, this dude is absolutely incredible. His brother also went through the uh, uh, homegrown system as well. Um, absolutely incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, unless you're driving, obviously, for the one, the only of your Chicago Fire, Mauricio Pineda. Hey, Mauricio. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, absolutely, th- dude. Th- Thank you for joining us, man. I th- yeah, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, you are a Chicago Fire homegrown player, and uh, I, and I want to just start with the MLS's back tournament because unfortunately the Fire didn't get to make it to the knockout rounds. It was really close, uh, but you scored your first goal uh, for the club uh, during this tournament. What was uh, 
what what was it the mentality going into the tournament for you uh and for for the team uh and what what, what was the experience like uh being in the bubble yeah it was good i think it was it was difficult leading up to the tournament obviously we started the season uh with two games and then i think we were on our way to orlando and then they they ended up canceling that game so um, it was hard. It was a good three to four months where we weren't really training, weren't really playing at all. So, so obviously we were we were excited going into the tournament. Um, and yeah, and, and once we got there, I think we had a, a delay or a game change in in our schedule. So that was a little unfortunate. So um, I think going into that Seattle game, everyone just was really excited and and uh, was really hoping to get it right on that day and, and get a good result. And luckily, we we did that for the first um, first game. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, we, we fell short of, of the qualification. But we just, just come home and keep working. Now, when you, you started uh, at the academy at a very young level, so you probably had this image in your brain of you scoring your first goal for uh, the Chicago Fire. And I'm sure in your brain... It was in a quarantine bubble in Orlando, uh, just as, as, a, as a, every child imagines with no fans uh, and a couple of cranes holding lights and cameras. What was what was that experience like to score your first goal? But at least your, your your you know, your other comrades were with you. But like, what did that feel like to score it in such a situation? Yeah, it was it was definitely different, definitely something that I, I didn't expect. Um, I think growing up, we always went to the fire games. I always grew up playing at, at or watching games at Toyota Park. So I always, I don't know, envisioned myself maybe playing in in Toyota Park. Maybe th- at this year it, was, it would, would have been a soldier field now. But um, yeah, that experience was, was completely different and something I, I would have never expected. But um, I don't know. I think I just saw it as, as an opportunity. I think everyone was really excited when we heard about the tournament. So yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was it was a feeling that I, I won't forget. I definitely wasn't prepared for it to be that way. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely really, really excited about that. Yeah. So. I, the next I time love- you score and there's fans, you're going to be like, ah, you know, tone it down. You're a little Everybody loud. Relax. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love talking. Like, I love talking to um, you, you, home, especially homegrown players, just younger players. The because we've spoken, like we spoke to Drew Connor, uh, who's now was was at the fire, was and now at uh, in the eleven. But players who grew up with MLS, it, it, it's it's like uh, you know you're you're one of the few right you grew up with the with the, uh, your your local sort of team and then you end up playing for them what was um sort of what was that experience like for you just kind of like as a as a fan of of the fire and then being able to play for for the team right? and you know obviously and your brother playing there as well uh did did your brother playing there make it seem even more realistic when that when that happened yeah it's definitely something special i think growing up i was always training at Toyota park um i was always wearing the chicago fire badge wearing it since i was literally 10 years old um and then to see my my brother sign for the chicago fire was really special um i was wearing his jerseys um hopefully hoping that 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 pineda would be that would be my pineda one day yeah dude. <laughs> but um yeah it's just it's it's crazy being around that all the time going to the stadium um, obviously, we would train outside the stadium in the practice field, but but just always being around the stadium and always seeing that, 
um, I think it makes it that that much more special when when you're actually in with a team and and scoring goals with a team. It's something that I would have never really imagined. I guess as a kid, you always just you're just training every day and, and appreciating the the stadium and and when you go to the games, the, you appreciate the fans, but you never imagine that you're actually going to be there one day. So it was, it's a really special feeling to be be a part of that. Yeah, when you're looking at sort of the the track of the player in America now, where there are these academies, to a lot of the fans, it seems like you go to an academy and then you sign for the first team. But you you did you have to leave the academy to go to college? How does that work? Do you get like a like a, a certain amount of years of reprieve uh, to go to college? Um, no, so I think it just. I think it just kind of depends on on the relationship you have with with the fire. I think once you leave for college, I think for me at least the the fire did a really good job of of just keeping in touch with me and always having that that connection between us. And I think I would even come home for for summers and and train with the first team. I think the first summer I came back, Schweinsteiger was on the team, so I was like, this, okay. yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is great. And it's it's like always a a great opportunity to have like that. Blood, I've been around here since. You're sitting in my seat, Sebastian. I walk in and he comes up to me like, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. I was I'll like, my first day of training. I was like, "All right, I play with you." In yeah, FIFA, I play with you. I know FIFA, you. Yeah. <laughs> Or you like never heard of you. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait, who are you? No. No, that was good. It's definitely um that was definitely a a good experience. The guy's the guy's so funny. I wish I would have been a part of that team at that time because he was always messing around, always had a smile on his face and in training and stuff, but then in games he would just take over. So it was it was really special to see and be able to train with him. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Chicago Fire because the the uh, the the, the, cha- the team has changed a lot, right? Uh, I mean, not coaching uh, a lot of a lot of new players, uh, and it, there is a a a clear um, you know rejuvenation, a revitalization of this club uh, from a footballing standpoint. How are you feeling with just uh, all the generally kind of like all these changes and and how I think the the, the whether the style of play, uh, you know, playing at Soldier Field. Uh, how, how are you feeling in general uh, in, uh, you know, when it comes to those things? Uh, pretty good. I think Rafa and, and the entire coaching, coaching staff did a really good job of coming in and just telling us exactly what they expect from us at a PowerPoint, like since where he, he told us exactly what, what we're looking to um, of that it, it's been really i think they want to make it make us a team that's really really exciting to watch and i think that's shown in a few games we've shown some really good moments but then obviously as a new team there's there's definitely some things that we can improve on um i think that's one thing that's been really difficult this year um obviously playing two games at the start and then having like three months off and then yeah. three more games and now like another four weeks off so it's been um, kind of difficult to get into a rhythm. Um, I think the games help a lot in just fixing little details that that happen in in every game and different. I think that's that's kind of made it a little difficult. But um, yeah, like I said, I think the picture is is pretty clear, and it's um, I think it's it's a good thing that they're trying to do. What is it that you think like has 
having a brother that that sort of was able to sort of blaze that trail before you, like what are some of the things that you're doing just to not just stand out from you know the Pineda legacy at Chicago Fire, which I guess it now it is, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, you got I get your kid now has to also play for the Chicago Fire. It's like those people are like my granddad was the firefighter, my dad was the firefighter. You're the same thing with Chicago Fire instead. Um, what do you what yeah. do you try to do differently to make you know Mauricio Pineda sort of stand out? Um, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'd really think about that yet or trying to stand out in any way. Um, I think it's pretty hard just because everyone <laughs> says that I look exactly like my brother. There's like guys <laughs> on the team that are like, <laughs> I think I was training with them and then my brother was training at the, with them like the next year or something like that. And they were like, so my brother went up to them like introducing himself and like stuff like that. And they were like, who is this? So is this guy trying to be funny? Like you were here last yeah. year, like not noticing that it was my brother. So, so yeah, it's pretty funny, but I mean, I, I think in terms of that, I, I don't really try to do too much to stand out. Um, I think I just try to work as hard as I can and, and just make a name for myself. I don't, I don't really think I compare it to trying to, um, overdo what my brother did at any point. So, yeah. So I, it's not, you're not too uh, competitive, uh, with your brother. I mean, I, I feel like most footballing, most soccer playing, uh, families, uh, kind of grew up with, with that all the time with tackling each other in the backyard and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> you should see my younger siblings right now are, are doing exactly that. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I could literally sit there and watch them play one V one all day. It's just the funniest thing, but but yeah, it used to be the same with me and my older brother and I have an older sister as well. So she she played and we would do like 1v1 tournaments and it was like single elimination. I was always the first one out. So that <laughs> used to make me so mad. Was but, she like dirty? Yeah. Did she get in there with a two foot on? Uh, she, was, <laughs> she was dirty. They were pushing me around both of them. So I was just, I don't even know. Well, you also, uh, you played obviously uh, at UNC and, and I mean, we're looking at your resume uh, as a Tar Heel is, uh, I mean, they should have given you like a medal. I mean, dude, you you obviously captain for the team. You, I mean, played every game uh, while you were there. I think the what, number one ranked soccer player during your time there in the country, right? Yeah. Look, it's, so I I know a lot of times why. why oh Lord, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He's too humble. Humble, dude. Very opposite of <laughs> <with> me. <laughs> but what what is that? What was that experience um, in college and and being a captain of a team and having that? Uh, kind of leadership role and responsibility and then going, uh, you know, and then playing as a professional where they're not necessarily asking you to do that just yet. But what 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 do you feel that you learned in college that is is helpful for uh, being a pro right now? Yeah, I think college would be like the perfect way to help you learn what you're going to get into in the pros. Um, I think this year kind of reminds me of of my freshman year when I went into college, you expected to have this role as like a, as like a leader on the team, I would say. Um, but you're, you definitely have a role that you have to fulfill and to do it at the best of your ability. So I think that right now is, um, is good and it's easy for, for me to take in and just kind of step into the team and, and just work as hard as I could. Um, just figure out what my role is on the team and, and try to do that to the best of my ability. I think that was something similar that that I would uh, that I would do in my freshman, maybe sophomore year. And then, yeah, as the year goes on, I think 
prepared me for for hopefully one day also also being in that leadership role hopefully in in the next few years in in the MLS team so Dope. it's like a it's like a mini career that I had in college. <laughs> yeah. Were you were you aware that there's uh, an, a former player named Mauricio Pineda from Argentina? Did you know that? Um, I think we had in college we had like this meeting that you should always like search up your name on Google just to make sure see what comes up. Yeah. And when I searched it up, that's what came up. It's <laughs> some. <laughs> Argentina, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I was like, I wonder if you were named after him, but I guess not if that's the first you heard of him. Normally, if you're named after somebody, you hear about that when you're younger. Yeah, I didn't really look too too much into that. <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. that in college they're teaching you to look up your name. They're like, scrub the internet. <laughs> get, get rid of anything that mentions you. Don't get in trouble. We're comedians, so we know that game. So don't worry about that. Now, uh, we talked about this a little bit in the break. Christian and I have been to Chicago. We're big fans of the city of Chicago. And we've got Gully Squad, which is our, like, those are our supporters. Okay? It's not just you guys, professional soccer players, that get to have supporters. We also get supporters. Uh, and they, they ask a couple questions. We make sure that they get a couple questions in uh, when we have guests. And the first one is from Nicole Hack, who is uh, probably the most famous of the Chicago Fire uh, fans. Absolutely incredible. Big fan of ours, and we're a big fan of hers as well. First of all, she wants to give you just a general welcome uh, from everyone in Chicago. She wants you to know that, uh, and that they're very excited to have you on the squad, and you're making such an impact already. Um, how has playing without fans uh, been, which we talked a little bit about, and how will you feel when you're able to finally play in front of your hometown crowd? But then also she asks, and this is why I'm interested in the question, what is your favorite taqueria? And knowing <laughs> that Christian and I have, I can't remember the name of the place we've been to, but we absolutely love it. It's in Pilsen. Uh, but we've been to a bunch in there. Do you have a favorite in town? And, of course, what's it like playing without fans? Yada, 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 all that soccer <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Um, uh, for, I'll start with the taqueria first. I think my favorite It'd have to be between either Los Comales, that's just like a classic, that's something that I've had like basically all my life. Yeah. Or this like new one by my house, it's called Taco Dale, and that's amazing. I think I went there like a couple days ago. So Dale? Like um, D-A-L-E? Dale, yeah, yeah. Is it owned by yeah. Cubans? Because that's what we it's, say. Is it owned by Pitbull? Is yeah. the 305 himself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like Boost Mobile's giving me enough money to but... open taco spots in Chicago. <laughs> Dale. Yeah. That's awesome. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are my top two for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. and, and we, we did get another question from another Gully Squad member, and this is Andrew Johnson, who's who's from Columbus, Ohio, but he's he is interested in the Chicago pizza, right? This is are, you, get, are you a thing crust? Get wild. <laughs> All right, so and just before I ask this question, Alexis is a pizza expert and will be judgmental about your answer. So just 100%. so you know, <laughs> uh, are you a thin crust or deep dish guy? Uh, that's I don't know. That's a really hard one for me, just because. I think if I had to choose one time to eat it just once, it would be deep dish. But something that I have like more regularly is is definitely uh, thin thin crust. Do you have um, a go to for deep dish? Uh, Giordano's. That's Ooh. my go to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think for thin, it's home run in every every time. It's, home run in is pretty dope. Vito and Nick's is the one everyone talks about, but home run in is pretty dope. Yeah, home run in is yeah. like growing up always, always a spot for me. But okay, I'm not know. a fan of Jordano's think... just for the fans. I need them to know. <laughs> not a fan of Gino's East either. Uh, I'm more of a Pequot's guy. Oh man, 
<laughs> Mauricio's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm getting internet. I got to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was tough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, you know, just like uh, at UNT, they want to make sure, like, Google yourself. He doesn't want to have some viral video of him going nuts on a, on a Cuban from Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that right now. Uh, oh, man. Oh, we got a, a question from uh, Thorne Svensson. He asked, uh, I, so I don't know this, but I Another question I love. <laughs> I'm loving all no, these questions. Another food oh, no. question. Uh, so I don't know the context around it, but he said, what is your go-to order at Sup Dogs? Sup Dogs? How does he know Sup what's, Dogs? What's up? <laughs> That's actually really yeah. um, probably going to say something that he's not going to like, but there was actually one time where I was just sitting on campus, like I think at the cafeteria or something at school, by the way. Okay, um, okay. And they were like, what's your, I don't know why they were like, what's your least favorite place on campus? And I was like, or your least favorite restaurant or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like sitting there with my friend, like, I would have to say sup dogs. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that place is just like, not for me. I, I don't know something about it. Did you get and sick in there? What happened? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but everyone was always like, oh, let's go to Sup Dog. Let's go to Sup Dog. All this stuff. Like, and I was just like, never really about it. I think I went like once or twice. I mean, the, well, their so food what, was okay. I, like, I assume it's like a hot dog spot. It's like that, chili dogs campus. and like they do like loaded French fries and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like a nationwide place but the only place i've ever seen is at unc like it's like on the campus basically okay um so yeah it's just like basically like hot dogs like chili i don't know cheese fries all this stuff and burgers and all. i think i had a burger the time that i went um okay. so maybe that was that was my mistake i should have gone for a hot dog <laughs> but did but you yeah, expect just, every question to be uh, about no. food <laughs> i mean <laughs> Honestly, food's a pretty good topic to talk about. Yeah, so. I agree. As a fat Not, guy, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like every, I feel like every, um, everybody who went to, to, you know, to college has a story of like the the place you know usually yeah. it's like but so to me based on your description of not liking sub dogs it's really more about the ambiance it was it like surround is it all douche douchebags that go to sub dogs because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it seems like you didn't want to really be there yeah i don't know it was like uh like i would always walk by that place like in the morning or like in the day like midday like it was always just like empty but then i walked by it at like I don't know, 11 p.m. and it's like popping like this. Yeah, everyone's yeah. there, so, so it's a place if, to go make mistakes, is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe yeah. I just didn't have enough drinks in me to like enjoy this place. But I, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. no, that makes I don't sense. Know what it was. Sometimes back when we used to do stand up before COVID, we uh, you know, you would get on stage and maybe one joke didn't hit, and you're like, oh, the audience isn't drunk enough yet, and that I think there's there's yeah, certain jokes that's, that's that only hit after midnight. Sub dogs is like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like one of those. After those <laughs> it's like a, a a nightclub that you uh, go to like during the day, and you're like, well, "This place is disgusting." But at yeah. night, when the fog is on and the lights are on, you're like, "Yo, I met my wife here." Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, during the day, you're like, "Why is the floor so sticky? What is that smell?" <laughs> Literally. Literally, that's amazing. That's... All right, look, I'm glad we got to learn about stuff, dog. Yeah. It's great. 
Uh, <laughs> so the one, so just so people know, we we are taping this before your game, uh, your first game at, at Soldier Field. Wait, so I just want to make sure the game is what will be played at Soldier Field, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure. We are playing before that, but you guys are playing against Cincinnati. Uh, this will be airing after that game, but I'm, I'm hoping you got a hat trick and you did your thing. Uh, and we're just, we're just really just celebrating uh, you. But, but obviously, best of luck against uh, FC Cincinnati uh, in the, uh, t- tomorrow's match, which is... Uh, uh, all right. Thank you again to Mauricio Pineda of the Chicago Fire for joining us, man. Uh, you were awesome. I'm glad we uh, got to talk uh, about subdogs. We learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off? Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, please just, I don't know, follow me on Instagram, follow the fire. Um, thank you guys for your support and yeah, go fire. Okay. Nice. And uh, go heels. Well, right. <laughs> well put, well put. <laughs> That's right. Your girl's still there, right? Come on, man. Exactly. You better say that to me, Can't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody, make sure you follow uh, Mauricio the Fire. Follow at Soccer Cooligans on all social media platforms. Follow f- at Fubo Sports as well. And make sure to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the program. Uh, so let us end the show the way we normally do. So for Mauricio Pineda, my name is Cristian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans! <laughs>